Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Whoa, whoa. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We need your help. We are live at Hooters Mall of Georgia. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. Good to have you guys here with us hanging out. Ladies, thank you guys for being out here as well. Um, Mike, one of our loyal listeners just said to me, who wins a championship first? And I said, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. And he said, the Falcons, Georgia Tech, or the Hawks? Oofa. Because the Braves have already won, and so yeah. have the Georgia Bulldogs. Yes, they have. And I looked at him for a second, and I said, the Falcons. Because did, you, did you make that face? It, because <laughs> here's the deal. It seems like we're so far away right now, yeah. right? It does. We've been struggling. But Sunday, we're going to watch the Super Bowl. And every year after the Super Bowl, you go what? Hope we get there next year. Right. Hope my team gets there. So how far are we away? Can we turn this around fairly quickly and be in a position to be in the playoffs. Well, let's look at 2015. We blew out a what, five-game losing streak. We finished 8-8. Eight and eight. This year, we finished 7-10 and because we went to 17 games. It didn't work out anymore. Like, yeah. I think you look at the offensive line, get it right in free agency. Defensive line, Chuck says spend all that money on defensive line. Then you draft, you draft the right way. you got to believe in Ritter. Ritter's the X factor. If Ritter does his job, you're in the same boat as – I mean, I know you and I have always used – before we found out Russell Wilson was a flake, the Russell Wilson model in Seattle with Legion of Boom and a quarterback under salary control that allows you to do all the other things. Carl, this division has gone from worst to first. 15, we made you – know, Alex Mack was a huge piece. What if we get a guy – Squidbilly has been talking about Deron Payne, the one guy who just – the force multiplier that makes everyone else around you better. So I, I wouldn't say, Carl, it's impossible. As a matter of fact, we're 900 to 1 to go to the Super Bowl next year. Right now in Vegas, you could bet $1 and make $900. Think about that. So that's how, how far away they think we are. But, Carl, I just feel this team, if it's done right, if they knock it out of the park, it's been done before in this league. We've seen it. Yeah, we have. Um, and, again, once you get in the dance, anything can happen. I brought up the example earlier this week of, you know, coming off of the worst possible situation any organization could and that was coming off of the Mike Vick situation right. in 07. In 08, you got a new coach in Mike Smith. You got a new general manager in Thomas Dimitrov. And you drafted a quarterback named Matt Ryan. You went to the playoffs that year. So it's not as if it's impossible. And the year that we probably should have won the Super Bowl, let's be honest, was 2012-2013. When, you know, the 49ers come in here and beat us 
But that team was as good as any Falcon team that you could put up against any championship caliber team. Yeah. So for me, I look at this and I go, and Mike showed me the odds because it's yeah. silly. It's but a bet $100 to win $80,000 right now. <laughs> so we're 800 to one. Because that's what they – you look at this team and you go, they got a lot of things that they right. need to fix. 404-741-0929. I know we live in this perpetual thing of, well, they're never going to get it right. But we got to get it right. We got to at some point turn the page and get it right. And that's the problem, Mike. We all live in that thing where they're going to screw it up. They're going to draft the wrong guy. We're going to get the wrong free agent. And all of a sudden, we're going to be looking at each other going, here here we are again. We got to get it right. You know what I'd love to see us do? And again, guys, this has nothing to do with you just want people that they like Georgia. No, we need a Georgia player on this freaking roster. Now, we did get one in Schaefer, and maybe Schaefer will take a leap this year. He didn't really advance through the preseason last year, so he never got a chance to crack the starting lineup. But, I mean, this is what you need. You need some studs. And you also need, Carl, something. Less. People say this all the time. You guys haven't been getting after the quarterback for, like, decades. Do we fix that in this draft? Can we fix that? I mean, you know how tough it is to watch the Eagles and the Chiefs? Everybody who advanced in this postseason this year had guys get knocked the quarterback on his butt. And we had, Carl, we had, like, you and I say all the time, okay, Patrick Kearney one year, John Abraham one year, you know, one year Vic Beasley. But we're never in the get the quarterback on his butt business. you got to be a guy who sat in Fulton County Stadium and watched Claude Humphrey. Yep. So can we fix that? I want you to hear Kevin Harlan. He came on the show earlier this week. He's calling the Super Bowl. Uh, he said it's his 13th or 14th Super Bowl he's called on the radio. Uh, and we'll have the call for you at 2 o'clock, uh, starting with the pregame and 6.15 with the kick. But he talked about how quickly the Eagles rebuilt. And we were talking about this. Two seasons ago, the Eagles are not this team. No. Matter of fact, they were wondering if Jalen Hurts, sound familiar, was either going to be the guy or not. Right. That's where we second are. Second round pick. That's, middle, where middle we, that that's where we are with Desmond Ritter. This is Kevin Harlan talking about how quickly they did it. Yeah, both these guys. You know, Brent Veach up in Kansas City as well. I mean, my gosh, what they've done, how they put this together. You know, one of the best moves, quite frankly, that Howie pulled off for the Eagles this year is after week 10, and they were gashed by the Washington Commanders running game. I mean, they just obliterated the Eagles. They went out and signed Linval Joseph, and they got Indomitian Sue, signed him after week 10 to strengthen the middle. And that changed their defense which was already good and, you know, clearly one of the best into something really formidable. And, and those two guys did a great job. Listen, here's Hassan Reddick on one side. You've got Brandon Graham in his mid-30s on the other side. You've got four guys on that line with double-digit sacks. And uh, going out and getting A.J. Brown before the season began for the Titans, huge move to help his young quarterback and to make the decision on the quarterback. You know, when he, when they, he was drafted – out of Oklahoma, even though he began at Alabama, he finished at Oklahoma, as we know. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people thought that they really overreached to pick up Hertz in the second round. Uh, but they saw something in him that was special. And clearly, they have been vindicated with that selection. Another wise pick. Uh, Devontae Smith, the receiver, terrific choice. Uh, getting Goddard a couple years ago, Dallas um, Goddard, and, and, and they, they sent Hertz off to Arizona when Ertz was having uh, trouble staying on the field with injuries, as he did again this year with the Cardinals. So, no, uh, Roseman's done a great job, whether it's been signing Darius Slay, uh, getting Bradbury. I mean, like right on down the list, all guys have helped that, that team on both sides of the ball. 
That's Kevin Harlan. Yes. Do we have enough foundational pieces that we've drafted here over the last few years? Guys, Tyler Algier is going to be our running back. Should have been the offensive rookie of the year, if we're honest. He had a great yeah. year. Kyle Pitts, first year you go, wow, Pro Bowl, 1,000 yards. Second year, okay, he's hurt. We can't look at that, but you feel like we got a guy. Drake London, if we could have gotten the ball the first half yeah. of the season. Had we gone to our new quarterback sooner, then, you know, he might have been the offensive rookie of the year himself because you're right. There was a chemistry between, uh, between our, our – I just felt moving forward, Carl, we've said it a million times. Had we gone in Charlotte after that game in the rain and made the decision to go with, uh, with, a, with a young stud and see what he can do, then we'd know what we've got with this quarterback and more people would buy into it. Don't you still feel there's a lot of folks who look at Justin and think, I mean, uh, Desmond Ritter, we got an autographed helmet today. I said, we got a Ritter helmet. Half the bar went, yeah. Half the bar went, I don't know yet. <laughs> you know, because that's where we're at. Yeah. You know, but I, I, but I, but I want to believe in all the things you just said. Well, I'm just saying, if you look at, the, and I say they're foundation pieces because you've drafted these guys, they're already under contract. They either got to get better, Mike, or they're not going to be good enough. So you've got to believe that Richie Grant's going to take the next step, right? A.J. Terrell's considered to be one of the best corners in the league. Had a bad year. We're, but we're going to pay him because corners are hard to find. So you look at these pieces and you go, okay, we got some stuff. What else do we need and how do we make this team better? That's really the task of Terry Fontenot. And we're talking about the Falcons at some point getting back to the Super Bowl. But you looked at the Eagles. They've got depth. Remember they, they, the last time they went to the Super Bowl, they lost a left tackle. They're still able to go all the way. You look at the depth on the defensive line. The guys are rotating in. That's something we've got to add. And then, Carl, you and I talked about it with Chuck Smith earlier. We get decisions about the offensive line. Half the audience is like, eh, eh, about Caleb McGarry. But Caleb McGarry might be like the, the second best offensive lineman out there in free agency. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really hard that – that's the thing. There's nothing cut and dry about this draft and this free agency class. So it's going to really – Fontenot is either going to – this is going to be the thing that the year that turns things around – or Arthur Blank's going to be looking for another guy in another two years. 404-741-0929. What do you guys think? We'd love to hear from you uh, as we were contemplating. And listen, you know, you look at Tech, and, and the question was asked by one of our listeners. You know, Tech, I want to believe in what Coach Key's got going on. I do. I think, Mike, they're going to be a better football team. I told you guys, once he got the job, they weren't practicing and being physical a lot in practice. He immediately turned that around. And you saw it as the game. They weren't good enough to win some of these games at the end, but you saw how they played. I want to believe he's going to be better. We're talking about who gets a, a championship first. And then you talk about the Hawks. Well, right now, we're the definition of mediocre. And we asked Steve Coon, and he's like, I don't have the answers. Okay, well, they got to figure that out, too. I mean, tech is that existential question. What are you? Can you go to a, a, a big bowl like every five years like Paul Johnson? Or can you actually win the ACC like Paul Johnson was close to doing? And actually be a – can you beat Clemson? Can you beat Florida State? The ACC is down. Miami's still trying to find a quarterback. Virginia Tech's off in the weeds. So, yes, it's a good time for Brent Key because he's going to preach the George O'Leary method, which is toughness. And if you're tough on both sides of the ball, you're going to have a chance. That's old school. Maybe it doesn't fly in today's transfer portal window. Yeah. But it's a, it's a good philosophy to have. And as far as the Hawks, brother, we went backwards from two years ago. We're, we're treading water right now. Well, that's the we problem. We didn't build on that run to the championship. You want to believe that they were going to take the next step forward. I say did. Falcons. All right, you push me to it. Falcons. It's Falcons. I said that. It's Falcons. They are closer than I think you believe they are because in the NFL, mm. it doesn't take long. Hey, one little NFL nugget. I just saw this. It posted at 430. Remember you and I were talking about Tom Brady, how weird it was. There's going to be a gap year before television. He did turn in his retirement papers. So it's official. So Tom Brady is retired. Turned in his papers to the NFL Players Association. He's going to have a year of doing whatever Tom Brady does, and then he'll work for Fox the following year. We thought it was kind of an excuse to jump on the train of a team making a run. 
Well, I guess he'll be taking pictures in his underwear here then. Right? $20 a pair. I, I guess that's what he's going to be doing. Hey, coming up, we got a lot more to dive into. It's Dukes and Bell. We're live at Hooters. By the way, pre-order your wings from Hooters for the big game. Pick them up, guys. Big game bundle for just $44.49. We're going to come back. We will talk about the Hawks' win last night. It was a good win. But we still don't know what the new piece is going to look like. The Strong Arm Story of the Day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. It is Dukes and Bell. We're live at uh, Hooters, man, getting ready for Super Bowl 57. Mall of Georgia, Georgia. Georgia. Come on up. Uh, it is good to hang out with our listeners. We were just talking about I just saw this little, this little dude. I don't, I don't know what his name is, but literally he walked past me. He's got a Hawks hat on. Right. And I was like, who's your favorite player? He turned to me. He goes, John Collins. <laughs> did he not? He yeah. did. And I was like, okay, good. I like that. Good to see you, little man. Appreciate you. Yeah, John Collins cost me five grand. Would you stop it? Had to get that suspension, the PEDs. Come, come on. I'll never forgive him for it's that. It's not personal, Mike. It is personal. This kid's favorite player is JC. Yeah, guess what? You're trying to build a bathroom. Don't bet on the Hawks. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, by the way, another guy comes in, and he goes, yo, man, you got to get off Trey's back. And I oh. said, hold that note. And, and so we were going round and round about Trey. And will this thing kick into gear? And the, look, the best thing is if Steve Coonan was here, hi, guys, he'd be happy that there's at least people passionate about the team. It's the worst thing in Atlanta sports, and I've seen it with the Hawks, when no one cares. Yeah. And at least people yeah. are engaged. There's a level of expectation, and people want this team to go do some great things, which we thought was going to happen with the addition of DeJounte Murray. Hey, guys, thanks for coming out. We love you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, uh, my King Philip ULP is the guy that that's his Twitter handle. He came by and wanted to, to say hello to us. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, he was just banging on me because I was talking about Trey being sick. I found out he was actually ill out on that West, I just love the fact West Coast that, trip. I love the fact that I say something and Chuck Smith and you draw the heat. <laughs> I like this. I, I put some stuff out there and some people yell at you. This is good. Well, I just told him, load management, and we're going to talk about the win last night. We'll let you hear what Nate had to say about the trade and everything. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. But load management has hurt the ability for us to decipher whether a guy is truly injured right. or if he's just resting. And, that, and you're right. Greg, That's the problem. Greg Popovich started this with the Spurs in their prime, and now anytime a guy taps out. Now, the one legitimate, I think, argument Hawks fans had was the night the Nets were in town, it was a national TV game. Oh, I was there. And DeJounte kept them in it. Yeah, I was there. And it, was a, it came down to, like, literally the final shot, and Trey had a calf contusion. I mean, I watch hockey players get their face sewn back together and get back out for the next shift. It's just hard sometimes to relate to that. Well, the kid next to me, and I told the story, he was like, is Trey playing tonight? And I was like, hold on, little man, let's see. <laughs> he'll be out here in a minute. And they did the introductions, you know, at guard. And I was like, he'll, he'll be out there in just a minute. Hold on, because he wasn't on the bench. Yeah. And then I tweeted, Trey's not on the bench. And then people were like, I don't see him either. And I was like, tell me he's not out tonight. Is Trey playing? Oh, hold on, little fella. We're going to get him. <laughs> hold on. They're about to tip it off right now. Oh, yeah, he'll be out here in a minute. And then he came out after they tipped it out. Right. And I didn't know. And then the Hawks put that thing out there about the calf contusion. Is, is Trey wearing Gucci? Or yeah. is, is Trey wearing Dolce and Cabana? And so that's all. That's all I'm saying. I mean, but. Long story short, that's the issue. The issue is not us doubting that a guy is injured. The problem is when you have load management and you, right. you give guys off days, I don't know if he's sick or not. I don't know if he's right. injured or not. No, you that, know, the precedent's been set. All right, right. Let's, uh, let's talk about last night. Hawks beat the Suns. Yeah. Good win. Let's hear Nate talk about uh, the trade deadline and the moves that were made. Again, Sadiq Bay is the guy we picked up from Detroit. It was a three-team deal. 
We sent five second-round picks out to Golden State. They immediately turned those around and went out and got Gary Payton Jr., which was a guy that was on their championship run last year. But Bay is a guy I think can help. Here's Nate talking about the trade deadline. Yeah, well, you know, Bruno, we, we know uh, he's a big, he's physical, uh, that can help us at the five uh, position. Matthew is a shooter, a guy that can spread. And Bay is a guy uh, has the versatility to play the three and the four, uh, can shoot the ball from the perimeter. We were just talking to our listeners, like, literally during the break. Now, if DeAndre Hunter's on one of his efforts, then boom, then Bay takes over the fourth quarter. Wait a minute, what was that? Sleepy. What do you think he's sleepy? sleepy. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think he's out there lacking intensity? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is he? Sleep? Just he sleep on the floor. DeAndre the sleepy hawk. No, I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, but when DeAndre's not feeling it, let's see Bay out there. Conversely, if Bogey can't hit the bl- the pride side of a barn, then let's go get AJ Griffin out there. And then finally, you and I both agree, <laughs> Jalen. Jalen Johnson is too inconsistent. I'm not worried about Jalen Johnson's minutes, if I'm honest. No. I've heard people say. No, no. What's up with Jalen Johnson? To me, effort's lacking sometimes. I think Jalen, here's how I view him right now. His skill level is getting better. Physically, he should be, he's right where he should be. Yeah, right? but he's an energy guy. He comes on the court, he gives you rebounds, he gives right. you energy, he gets, you know, he leads the break every now and then. Jalen is not a guy, Mike, I don't even know what his signature go-to is. Right, that, that's just, that's okay? a good way to put it. I mean, I, if you told me right now, hey, offense is going to run through Jalen, and I saw Jalen in the G League. Great talent. But, guys, he played a year at Duke. He's like a lot of these guys. Right. You put him in the, in the NBA, and he's like, ah, uh, because he's trying to figure it out. So he comes in, and Nate's using him in the right way. Give me a few minutes of energy. Get some rebounds. Play some defense. If you get an easy basket, so be it. But he's not a guy that you're running the offense through, right. or he's trying to score for you. So I, I don't know what people want from Jalen when you talk about where his progression is and, like, where he's going to be. He's going to continue to get better. But we need an energy guy. We right. need those guys. And, again, you look at uh, Sadiq Bay's game, it, it, the dude looks like he fits the bill. Look, we were saying all last week, what are the Hawks going to do? I said it earlier. You send the right signal to your fan base. You're not moving bogey off for cost concerns. You got, you know, you move for Kaminsky, one of the holidays, the wrong holiday, and you save some money, which you had to do. But I like where we're at. Now, it's pretty simple. There's no magical pill here, Carl. No, no. silver bullet. Everybody do your job. Go on a run. I mean, it's just it's it's not that complicated. I thought Schlenk had a pretty good plan, and I, I will give Landry Fields credit. He made a nice addition with uh, with Bay. All right, uh, uh, I Nate asked it already, and he said he didn't have the answer. Well, let's ask it again. <laughs> he didn't. We went bad cop, bad cop on Cody. Well, listen, you tried to go around and get yeah. the same thing, and I, yeah. he's like, I don't have the answer. No, I just you know you look you look at other sports, and I know it's apples to oranges, but I mean. In the NFL, we all know. The NFL, those guys bleed for it, man. Those dudes, average career. You know, I mean, there's about three years and change. You know, it's just a guaranteed money. And I hate to get in guys' pockets, but sometimes when you Uh-oh, see young you're players. you're about to get in somebody's pockets. This is what I say with all due respect, which means I'm going to crap on you. No, it's just the money is guaranteed, and the effort isn't. And that's the problem with the NBA. And that's why I have this weave-in, weave-out world that I go in and out where it started with a strike in 99. Sometimes these guys wear me out. I know these guys are talented, Carl. We've seen what this core of this group can do. They can go all the way and be on the cusp of knocking Giannis out of the playoffs yeah. and going to the finals. So what's happened since then? Nate McMillan was talking about how much respect he has for J.C., my man down there. John Collins is his favorite player. Here's what thought- Nate said about John, <laughs> John handling all of the rumors that have been going on for the last few months. 
I thought John has been aggressive all season long, you know, and it's been a lot of conversation about him all season long. And I really respect uh, the way he has carried himself uh, throughout this season, uh, not listening to the noise that was out there uh, about him. You know, he comes to practice every day and gives 100%. Uh, when he plays in the game, he gives 100%. And, uh, you know, so what we saw tonight uh, is no different than what we've seen all season long. You know, is John's – Was it? John, Was it? John dropped a dunk, which everybody saw. It went, almost like it went viral. And, you know, ESPN <laughs> – about the talking heads on ESPN Sports Center are tough to watch. Look at John Collins, six months of hearing trade rumors, and he throws it down, a thunderous dunk. Yeah, I mean, how about this? How about, can we make an agreement? Yeah. And let's talk about this right now. All right, let's talk about it. Because we don't know what John Collins is. How about John Collins never takes another three-point shot? Oh, would you stop? He's got to shoot the three. Uh, he's not that consistent. He's got to shoot the three. They're I mean, the mid -range, work shots. on your mid-range jumper because, you know, I, I get it. The four that stretches JC, the floor. JC, keep shooting. Oh, please. It's too much of a – dude, it's a crap shoot. It literally is a crap shoot. He's, he's like trying to make a two. He's worked on he's that. He's like trying to roll a hard 12. It could be a box car. He's worked on that. But he wasn't the guy who went two for 12 last night who normally hits threes. Bogey. He wasn't the guy who went, hold on, let me find it. One second. Give me a minute. <laughs> Give me a second. Bogey was hot garbage. He, he wasn't the guy who went one for five who, right. who hits threes, Hunter. So yeah. he's going to get those shots. Great night for Trey, though. Trey getting to the uh, the foul line, doing the kind of stuff we saw yeah. in, when it was good last year, when it was good two years ago. That's all we want, more of that. All right, last thing from Nate. And, and Turtle, let's play him talking about uh, being, you know, needed to lock in and, and be sharper. This is going to be the key over the next X amount of weeks, okay? We're going to, we're going to look up, guys. I know it sounds crazy because the Braves are about to report to spring training next week, pitchers and catchers. We're going to look up. It's going to be May, and you're going to be like, where are the Hawks at? Oh, they're, they're in eighth. Oh, well, they're in the play-in turn. That's how quickly this thing is coming. Here's Nate saying we got to lock in and be sharper. Yeah, we're going to need to be sharper than that, you know, 19 turnovers in this game, um, you know, just playing loose with the basketball. We was able to – uh, you know, score and do some good things, but we gotta we gotta be sharper with our execution on both ends of the floor. Okay, Chris, two more to add to the Nate file. <laughs> we gotta be uh, sharper. Gotta be sharper. And yeah, then we're please... gonna need to be sharper. <laughs> okay. okay, and then please add, we were loose with the ball. <laughs> okay, I mean, I mean, you know, please. This was a game. If, if you know, if you had your full complement. Of sons, you know, then we'd be in trouble. Oh, to Nate's point, totally agree. Listen, you you turn it over 19 times to Booker, CP3, right. and right. And, but we and knew you were, you, you were getting a team post trade deadline transition. Yeah. And by the way, I understand that uh, KD's got an injury. Are they flying Kyrie in from the moon? Why is he? I gotta say, is he gonna play tonight or tomorrow? It's, he's with the yeah. he's with the Mavs. Not Kyrie. I'm talking about Durant. I'm talking, I'm talking about Durant. Stop yelling at me with a hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. please. Durant, oh, yeah. I'm just right. I, no, the one. I'm going backwards. The okay. one I'm talking, we said it earlier. Who? LeBron. You're trying to get in the play-in game. Oh. I mean, I get it. I understand you want to honor the accomplishment. You couldn't do it before the game in your warm-ups <laughs> and then go play the game? I know you make this trade to get into the play-in game. I just thought it was kind of funny. LeBron sets the record, has a night off. He does. And then takes a night off. Yeah. Thank you, Bo. All right. Coming up, guys, we're going to talk more. LeBron, do your job. More about the Super Bowl, including what our gambling expert Brandon Lang had to say about this game and why there's a hesitation to bet on the Chiefs. Wait till you hear it next.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're out here. We just gave away a Desmond Ritter signed football. And the irony is, if you were listening, and we hope you do all the time, I uh, was talking about a little dude that I saw earlier. I was at the bar talking with some, some people here, some of our listeners. And a little fella just walked by, and I was like, hey, he had a Hawks hat on. I said, right. who's your favorite player? And he was like, John Collins. And he said, tell Mike Bell to stick it. <laughs> and he walked past, and he's sitting down there. I think those are his grandparents. Yep. But we uh, had a drawing. Everybody here could register, so you, you missed out. You could have won a Desmond Ritter signed helmet. But uh, Cameron ends up winning the helmet, and his, his grandmother, I believe her name's Sheila, right. she, had, uh, she, she came up. Was she telling you this kid knows everything about sports? He's the, he'll be doing our job here. When okay. you and I are like Statler and Waldorf, the Muppets and the I'll Valky, tell you another thing, Mike. Kids here. But no, they, they, when that Desmond Ritter, before he won that three MVPs. But yeah, this young guy is a, is a it's great to see because we always talk about kids and how soft and weak and useless they are these days. Wait Carl, a minute. You do. I do. And, and this kid's engaged. He follows sports, plays sports, and knows everything about all the local teams. He restores, he, he, again, restores my faith. In the youth of America. Well, I'm just glad you didn't call the kid a flake. That's all no, I'm happy a, about. No, he's a good kid. I know he is, but you have this tendency with kids, you know. I don't like children. I know you don't. Not your, not your kids, sir. The other kids. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Cameron. Good. Glad that you're here hanging out with us, and he gets to go home with a nice little Coach Little League. I like it for three hours. Then get out of here. Uh, if there's a hot single mom, I like them even more. Okay. Uh, let's hear from Brandon Lang, who uh, came on the show. He was talking about, from a betting standpoint, guys, the hesitation to bet on the Chiefs. We had a great conversation with him. It's on odyssey.com. Check it out. Here's Brandon Lang. A couple things. 
to worry about if I'm betting the Chiefs. And then I'll give you the spin to that, a couple things to worry about if you bet in Philadelphia. Um, it kind of reminds me of the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, that you got a defensive line that just doesn't have one guy, doesn't have two guys. There's four guys who have 11 sacks or more. They have more sacks than any NFL team in history other than the 85 Bears. They're going to get to Mahomes. They're not. The offensive line of Casey's better, but this is the best D-line they've seen all year long that's got after everybody. So let's just be open about that. So on the flip side of that, Philly's going to be able to run the football. This is the best offensive line the Chiefs defensive line has seen all year long. They're, they're filthy. They just ran the ball for a buck 44 in the number one rush defense in the NFL. I'm not talking about the Niners offense and the, an 11-string quarterback. No, I'm just talking their defense was healthy. And they ran for 144, probably could have ran for more than that, but in the second half when they're up three touchdowns, they're just basically running up the clock. So they're going to be able to run the ball. The key is this. The whole game comes down to one person. Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. He's going to do Mahomes things. It comes down to Jalen Hurts. He's 9-0 and against winning teams this year. He's 16-1 and as a starter this year. He's one loss. Monday night against the Redskins, they were undefeated. They came in basically not really motivated or confident. And when you look at that, it's the only game this year he turned it over twice. The only game. I think for the year he's only got four turnovers, but that was the game he turned it over twice. If the Chiefs turn him over, they're your Super Bowl champions. If Hurts plays a clean game, still he's your Super Bowl champion. Problem is, that's a really big if guy because if he's not been on this stage like Hurts hasn't, it's a whole different ball game. Experience is definitely with Kansas City. The better team's Philadelphia. Sometimes experience plays a factor. So I went to bed last night saying, I'm on the Chiefs. Then I did radio row all day and talked to a few people that Philly's the better team. And then I'm like, now I'm leaning to like, so I got to release the game in like four hours. And I can be honestly tell you, right. I might, I might do like two for the money and flip a coin. No, I'm just kidding. But it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's a tough one. And the line guys, the line dictates that it's one and a half. It's yep. basically a team that wins mm-hmm. to the cover. I know you and I have gone round and round. You got the Eagles. I got the chiefs. Look, there's a compelling case for the Eagles defense in the trenches, better offensive line, but what he's talking about, and you and I are Jalen, we're not Jalen Hurts bashers, we were Jalen Hurts fans. We thought it was a great move by the Eagles, build some pieces around him, which they did. But he only threw for 120 yards against the 49ers because he only had to. Do you think that, you know, you, you could argue the Chiefs, you know, bearing some blitzes, high risk, high reward. Yeah. Get him out of his comfort zone. Squid Billy talked about it the other day. He's going to run. I mean, if you take it, I would take all the routes downfield. And see what, again, based on the defense. But then you've seen it with Mahomes. And then he can run for miles and miles. Or are you going to spy him? Because if you spy him, someone's going to get open if he gets it, the ball out quick. Yeah, I mean. I so just, how, how do you defend him? Listen, I, I think this is part of, of what Steve Spagnuolo does. He did a great job in game planning for, for Joe Burrow. You know, both of those wide receivers, and I would tell you that this is the comparison, Mike. Both of those wide receivers for the Cincinnati Bengals, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase, right? They right. both had six catches. One had uh, – Higgins had a touchdown, but one, both of them were not over 100 yards. And what I'm telling you is if you're going to say, hey, beat us, which Spagnuolo may do, with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, we just saw maybe a better tandem in Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Neither one of those guys had over 100 yards. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are discounting how good the Chiefs secondary is. They're young. Right. They've got two rookie corners. They've got a rookie safety. Part of it is, though, the way that Spagnolo double-teamed those guys. And there was a catch in that game. You guys remember, Cincinnati, Chase makes a catch. It was double-teamed. Right. 
Burrow just basically took a chance and threw it up there and he catches it, but he's double teamed. So I think that's how you got to look at this. Are they going to take away these guys and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith like they did with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and force the issue with the Eagles to do a little bit more with Jalen Hurts trying to maybe run the ball? They kind of say, hey, we'd rather you do that than have these big explosive plays. That's what they did with the Bengals. Right. Now, there was an article today, and I guess it was Sporting News. Everyone's focused on Patrick Mahomes and the high ankle sprain. Is Jalen Hurts' shoulder still 100%? It's a great question. Because Jalen Hurts kind of intimated before the NFC Championship. You know, he's still a little banged up with his shoulder. Do you think... And was it uh, Chris that had the prop bet? And I think it was Miles Sanders. Was it Chris? Was it 13 or 16 carries? Or any running back? Yeah. Do you think that Eagles try to pound the rock? And be- I do. And then through, obviously, through play action, everybody wants to do that. But maybe run, lean on their run game takes all the pressure off Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I, I Listen, Mike, I, I'm going to tell you, I think when you look at the Eagles, they just they run the ball on everybody. Part of Jalen's success and why nobody believes that he can, he needs to throw for 350. It opens up to the run game. You don't have to right. throw for 350 when you're running the ball like the Eagles, right? They just pounded the Giants, okay? That's a good defensive front. They turn right back around and they pound the 49ers, which is the second best defensive right. front behind the Eagles. You don't have to throw for 400 yards when you're doing that. They will challenge the Chiefs to, to stop that first. Now, the only thing about the, the 49ers game, it does change the dynamic if the 49ers had a competent quarterback play yeah, sure. and could have scored. It was 7-7 when Purdy goes out. Do you give any stock to the fact it's been a charmed, let's be honest, charmed life? They got a, a Giants team that are better than all season. They get the 49ers. Brock Purdy gets knocked out. They've not been challenged. What if Kansas City takes this thing into this, deep into the second half, and then you say that's when Mahomes in the experience you know, it, it's on Kansas City. Well, nobody – they haven't had to play 60 minutes no, in the last two games. No, listen, if it gets to the fourth quarter, and let's just say the Chiefs are up 10, now Jalen has to – now he's got to perform. Right. He's got to do some things. They haven't been in that position because the defense has been so good, they haven't had to worry about it. That's what hey, makes this game interesting. One more question. I think I know the answer, but I'll ask you anyway. Which coach does something screwy in the last two minutes of the half or the end of the game? Andy Reid's done it before. Yeah. Does Sirianni hold his water? I think Andy Reid has learned from his experiences. He's been to four Super Bowls. He's got a chance to get multiples now with this win. I don't think Andy Reid's going to do anything stupid. If anybody takes a chance, it's probably going to be Nick Sirianni. But the Chiefs are the one that's going to go pass happy. Yeah. They're not going to try to run the ball like the Eagles will to our point. Coming up, man, top three and six. We're live at Hooters hanging out. Hey, that was, of hey, Georgia. You know what? That was serious football talk, but no grab ass, Carl. I see a lot of people at the bar. I think they want some grab ass. Well, let's give it to them. All man. right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.